millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Hi, what's up? How are you, Sarah? I, I'm great. I've been having a little bit of anxiety with a lot going on at the moment, but I'm good. Isn't that crazy? It's like we were talking before we did, obviously, Sarah just said that we are talking before this episode launched. We're like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Um, and one of the things is, is it's coming up to busy season, mm. busy period. You've got parties coming up. You've got end of years. And we're obviously got a lot of work on as well, like everyone else does. And we just find it really, really hard to fit everything in. But it's fine. It's fine. We'll get it done. We just have to make sure we prioritize ourselves so we don't get anxiety. That's it. And I went for my little five-kilometer walk this morning. Love that. My cup's overflowing. Love that. So how are you? I'm great. I'm good. I'm just like really excited. You know what I'm like? I thrive off being busy. So yes, I am a little bit anxious and I'm not, I'm not stressed. I'm probably anxious because I feel like t- there's not enough time in the day, mm. but I thrive off this. So I'm actually like excited. I love this time of the year. Why? I don't know. I just love that you're wrapping things up. It feels like for me, it's like not an end of a chapter. It's like you're wrapping things up. You're seeing friends. It's like this urgency of like, we've got to catch up before Christmas, which is mm. ridiculous because I'm still going to be here after Christmas. But it's like that time of the year. So I feel like for me, it's like end of a chapter. And then I know that there's a new chapter in January coming up. And it's, I don't know, for me, that's like exciting. So I feel like I thrive and I thrive off being busy. So um, I like this time of the year. But yeah, I'm a little bit anxious, but I'm just making sure that at night, like I switch off at a certain time and just doing all those little routines that I know help my anxiety because I've been dealing with anxiety for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but so as long as you know that, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm great. Have so, you started Christmas shopping? Do you know what I did last night? I, I'm, I'm a really last minute Christmas shopper because I'm a really chilled shopper. Like um, I know exactly like I don't know exactly what I'm going to buy, but I'm just a chill Christmas shop. I don't stress about it. Like I can go to like one shopping center and get everything I need. Um, but I did start last night only because I was watching not a current affair. It was like, what's that one at 630? A current, a current affair. affair. Yeah. We had that on and they were like going through all the um, Black Friday sales and that one was like the iconic. Um, and I was like, oh, I, one of the products they were showing, I was like, oh my God, that's actually one of the things that I want to get for um, my boyfriend for Christmas. So I like jumped online and bought that, but <laughs> literally the only thing I bought. Was it new clothes and new wardrobe? No. Something to do with a new wardrobe? <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, to be fair, Damien came home the other day from Doe Store and had a pair of Yeezys. I was like shocked. What? You're yeah. rubbing off yeah. your, your actions. Yeah. He's following like, your lead. I was like, wow. He's like, this is the most expensive pairs of shoes I've ever bought. And does I'm he like, love them though? Yes, he does. That's I've scotch guarded them. them. So, um, no, he does. They're like up high so our dog doesn't eat them. But um, yeah. are we doing Christmas presents? Because that's a thing like yeah. even in my family, we haven't really communicated at the moment if we're doing Kris Kringle, if we're buying for mm-hmm. everyone, mm-hmm. like kids we always buy for. Yeah. But there's quite a few adults and we're like, because oh, it can get expensive. Oh, it can. I like always buy you a present. Like we are like a, 
I mean, we know how much. Do we? We we used to go extravagant. Yeah, but we don't anymore. No, then a couple of years ago we were like. No, but like I'm good at buying presents. It's like if I know Sarah said that she wants something, like I keep it in my mind and I'm like, oh, I'll buy that. It's fine. Like I'll just get it for Christmas. Mm. I always like buying things for you that I know you've mentioned that you want or that you need. For example, like… Yesterday, our other friend in a group message was like, hey, don't buy this. I bought, I got it with a Christmas emoji. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Because it's actually something I would have gone, it's bloody diary. Yeah. So I, everyone, (laughs) this is so random. If you know me, you know, I'm like, I will whip out my diary at a meeting or like someone's like, hey, have you got something on? And I'm like, I write everything down and I also have it in my phone, but I like to double things up because I'm just such an organized freak. But I love diaries like writing my appointments down everything so I get a diary every year and bitch I bought you a Louis Vuitton I've got it I've got it sitting that's a present that like just doesn't stop fucking giving though those pages are like $500 now wow yeah see this is what I mean we used to go over the top like it's like it's sitting there I can see it and I freaking love it and I was going to go to Louis Vuitton to buy more pages but I looked online and they've gone up to like $500 and I just can't justify that for paper I'll cut you some no but okay this is another thing I was actually going to go to Officeworks and just get plain paper so it could be my notebook yep. instead of a diary yeah um I'm sure I can find paper that size but yes that I like that is like one of my favorite gifts but again it's a present that like doesn't stop giving because you have to go and buy yeah. every year buy like pages from Louis Vuitton but that's a good thing to have it as a notebook and then yes. it makes my gift like even better 100% no I actually did think that the other day because I was like I went online to go buy the paper because I was like oh I'm gonna use that next year for my diary I used it last year and like ever since you bought it but this year I didn't um, I win the, the prize for gift giving then. Yeah, no, but another reason why I didn't use that this year is because when I went to Louis Vuitton, they'd sold out of the paper size that mm. I wanted. So I was like, oh, I can't. Someone might know a hack. Yeah, if anyone knows a hack. So Sarah bought me this beautiful leather Louis Vuitton diary. It's amazing. Um, and if you know of where to get paper from, please DM us on Instagram because I'm probably just going to have to go to Officeworks or like Kiki K, but it's hard to find that right size. Anyway, so our girlfriend yesterday was like, I bought you a diary, don't. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice because actually that is something that I would love to go and buy. Mm. Like I feel like for me, gifts like candles, like I was going to say perfume, but like I've just launched a perfume, um, perfume, so not perfume, but stuff that I love having but I find annoying to buy sometimes is great. That's So you just fueled something in my head like for our close group of girlfriends. I was like, why would we buy something? Like let's just go do something fun, like an experience together. I don't like the only people I would buy presents for in my friendship group is you and Brooke because I know Brooke always buys us a present Mm. and I just buy you a present. But I don't like think I buy anyone else presents. I know what we're buying, that, that family anyway. Don't worry. Oh, really? Yeah. I have no idea. Um, So, yes, that is my little life update. But I want to ask a question. Do you have a recommendation for this week? can be a book. It can be a movie. It can be a food. So I went off reading. Book, our book club kind of. Oh my God, it's reverse. <laughs> I'm back onto reading. I've been no. off reading. So it dissolved for a bit. Yeah. But. I, I know that feeling. Colleen Hoover just brought out the prequel to. Yes. It Ends With Us. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's the blue cover, isn't it? No, it's so the, the blue the, cover's the first one, which is it ends with us. Okay, and so then which you have to read first. Yeah, I haven't got up to this book yet in the Colleen Hoover. So, I got off Colleen Hoover for a bit. Oh no, nah, back on it. And so now she's got the prequel. It starts with us. Mm-hmm. So you have it's weird. You have to read it in reverse. 
you, so you read two before one and things like that. Wait, I'm, what? Don't worry. <laughs> read the purple covered first and then read the blue. Okay. So I bought the blue last weekend and I'm back on reading. Is it a good book? Every night. Is it a good book? Yeah. Okay, great. Because well, now I, I know this. I'm so invested in their story from the, the from the first mm-hmm. one I read. I'm like, I need to know. Yeah. I still, so I was on Colleen Hoover at the start of the year when our friend Morgan was like, this book's amazing. It's Verity. We've spoken about it on the podcast before. It was probably the best book I've ever read in my whole entire life. I think I read it in under a day. Such a good book. And then I probably shouldn't have started with that book for the Colleen Hoover series. I probably should have started on another book because I had such high expectations Mm -hmm. that they were all going to be like, like I was on the edge of my seat reading that book. Like I had anxiety, I had sadness, I had like hope. I had had so many feelings that um, I was just like, fuck. Um, But yeah, high expectations about Colleen Hoover. And I got off her for a little bit. So I think after I've read the book that I'm reading now, I'll go back on to it. So this week I'm reading that and I'm watching, I watched the Jonah Hill and his oh psychologist. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, I watched that the other night. Is that and, Netflix or yeah. Apple? I uh, that. Netflix. And I really enjoyed that. I thought it was like, it's an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. The relationship they have is so beautiful. Um, and the other one is Dead to Me. So that the oh, three I, things. I, I'm up to sit, I'm up to episode three on Dead to Me, but I think I need to go back to episode one of that series because I wasn't really watching it. Mm-hmm. So I need to get back on because Dead to Me is one of my favorite series. And I know Ginny and George is coming out again soon. Ooh. That's one of my favorites. But recommendations from me this week. So I have two. I have we started a series on Apple called Blackbird. Phenomenal. Such a good series. It's based on a true story. Apparently, there's a book as well. Um, so that's called Blackbird on Apple. Really, really great. So invested. The main character is so sexy and just like such a good show. Is there anyone we know in it? Yes. So do you remember the weirdo in Kingdom? The fact yes. he's the psycho. Oh, he would he, play. He's the Larry Hall in the – but his character – he's such an amazing actor because his character in this um, show is – You hate him and you're scared of him. He, he's a murderer. He's crazy. Um, such a great actor, but he's one of the main characters as well. Um, so that's one of my recommendations if you guys are after a show. And then last night we started Lotto. Have you watched that on Apple with the funny girl off Bridesmaids? Yeah. I, yep. I, I didn't. I haven't watched yeah, it yet. You, you told me to watch that when I had COVID in the middle of the year. Oh, my God, I did too. But yeah. I didn't have Apple at that time. I just seen people talk about it. It's on, funny. She's a billionaire and loses all yeah, her money. Yeah, so we started. Oh, does she lose it? I haven't oh, that yet. Well, her and her husband separate. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, And then she becomes the third richest female in mm. the world. Um, So we started that last night. I, easy. It's really easy to watch. 30 minutes, done. Yeah. Um, And then my second recommendation is a book I'm reading. Um, I was on Instagram on Sunday and just one of the wealth, uh, like a female in finance lady that I follow, she was putting up her books and recommendations that she wants to read in 2023 because she mm-hmm. wants to do more reading. And at the start of every year of my new chapter, I always put I want to read more and I never really do. Like I start half the year reading and then I get over it. But you've read more than this year than you have last year, so you're winning. True, true. So one of the books was from um, Morgan, I think it's Housel. It's called The Psychology of Money. So so when I pick up some of these books, I'm like, oh, they're going to be so hard to read. Mm. Like, you know, just like really hard to read. This is such an amazing book. So um, it says, Timeless Lessons of Wealth, Greed, and Happiness, one of the best and most amazing finance books in years. It's phenomenal. It's like obviously the psychology behind money and the way that you think of money and the way you invest. And 
Such a great book. What is it? How does it go? Like, give me so something. at the start of so one of the stories. I'm only up to like the first chapter because I'm trying to read like ten pages every day. Like mm-hmm. instead of like um, usually what I do with a book is like I'll try and like knuckle out a lot in one go and then I get over it. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to just give myself a goal of like ten pages or like five pages a day, and like I have to do it. it's like a non negotiable. Um, but one of the stories is so funny. It's like um, there's these two men. So one was like a what are those cleaners called? Janitor? Uh, janitor. Janitor. He's a janitor, old guy, um, has been a janitor his whole life. And then there was another guy who went to Harvard. It's just like um, comparing these two men. Yeah. Anyway, the janitor had invested money into um, a stock and just kept it. Like, And it's a psychology about patience and greed. Mm. So interesting. So obviously the janitor, very happy with his life, goes to work every day, does his nine to five, invested in stocks, left it, was patient left it his whole life. Anyway, when he died, he died with like millions of dollars in the bank and had given it out to all his family and stuff. And they were like, what the hell? We never knew he had so much wealth. But it's like the story behind it is the patience between the greed. And then there was a Harvard, um, I can't remember what he studied. He studied at Harvard, came from like a very finite, like a very wealthy family, had money his whole life, whatever. And basically it's just about how greedy he was. Like he would rock up with like, you know, so much money, so much car, like all his wealth and like yeah. uh, uh, showing a, it. So he would, what he was, there was a story in there that he would do for fun. He asked someone to go cash his thousand dollars into gold coins. And then him and his friends were on the balcony skimming the gold coins in the water. Mm. So for him, money wasn't worth anything. But to this janitor, he was like, it's just like the psychology between both of them. Anyway, mm. this rich guy ends up with nothing, goes bankrupt because he loses all his money because he's so stupid with it, ends up with no money. And then this janitor died with millions of money wow. in his bank. And it's just like, so anyway, it was just, it's just about how your brain works with money. Cause this guy is obviously like money's worth nothing. So he's like sitting there skimming his gold coins in the water mm. for fun with his friends, thinking it's funny and showing off. But it's, a, it's definitely a skill. And that's what I've learned. Yeah. It's a skill like, the theory that most million, um, most people that win lotto lose oh, their wealth. About that too. Lose their wealth within yeah. two years, yeah. and then there's people that like athletes that come into this career. They've never really been taught how to use mm-hmm. money, get paid so much, especially in the US where mm-hmm. there's big bucks, and they end up um, going broke mm-hmm. as well. It's like the skill of using your money to work for you. Yeah. But not just that, there's so much more behind, like, in your mind mm. of how you think of money, like, that equals what you, like, your your wealth kind of thing. It's like that's what this book's more about. It's kind of more about the psychology behind how you think of money or how you're bringing it in or how. I think it's the mindset's the first thing you have oh, to start with. 100%. And that's what this book is making me think. Like, sometimes you'd be sitting there and I'll be like, oh, like, oh, this is a shit week. Like maybe I'm not getting any Instagram work or whatever. That week I probably won't get anything. And then the next week I'm like, no, this is a good week. I feel like I'm going to get jobs coming mm. in or this is going to come in. And then like next day I'll get hit by two. It's jobs. just, it's wild. It's, yeah. and I've always known this because I've always been such a mindset person, but this book is making me realize the way you think of money and money coming in and out, which I already knew, but it's just making me realize. And it's so funny, this guy in the book, you were talking about tax lotto tickets and lotto tickets. He's like, it blows my mind that the, how do I say this? People that are not so wealthy, so people with not much um, cash or Mm -hmm. savings. Disposable income. Yeah are the ones that spend so much money each week on lotto tickets. And he's like, it blows my mind. That is like one in a million chance Mm. because 
when they buy that ticket, they're thinking of the dream. So every week they're going to buy their ticket, but they're like thinking of that dream as the only chance that they're really going to have to actually think of having that wealth, if that makes sense. So that's why a lot of people with not so much money are so reliant on buying lottery tickets. Because they don't think they can do it. Yeah, but it's like literally their one snippet, like when they go to buy that ticket or they've got that ticket in hand, their one snippet, their dream of having so much money. Mm. And I was like, when I was reading, I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Like, so he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't understand why people buy lotto tickets when they're in that situation. But then he's like, I do kind of get it because it's like their dream. Mm. Anyway, it's just, it's really interesting book. So I love the way that he writes and he tells stories, like those two stories there. I'm like, it's relatable, not relatable, but I can think of it in my head as, um, I don't know. It's just easy. For Are me you, have you done anything differently since Reading um, it? I think for me, well, yes, I've, with this, it's made me realize like my mindset, like I just have to be more positive in like, not, uh, yeah, it has. I I found myself thinking different, if that mm. kind of makes sense. Like even things like, and we said this, we were interviewed on a podcast the other day about FIFI, even things like sometimes I get so wound up about, like I'll see someone, oh, I just bought a house. And I'm like, for me, sometimes I compare myself when I see someone buying a house and I'm like, fuck, I'm like 34. Maybe I should buy a house or maybe I should have bought a house. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm being smarter with my money. Mm. I don't want to buy a house in this like day, like in this time, Mm -hmm. you know, um, what's going on in the world and stuff. And I've been able to flip my thoughts quicker, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to build my wealth in a different way or I'm going to have investments in a different way. That's not my journey. So in that, after reading that, I've been able to do that with my brain a little bit, but I'm excited to get, like I said, I'm not really that far into it, but what I've read, it's phenomenal. So that's my recommendation. And I just bought it from the local bookstore. Yeah. I know going back to that story, how it's changed your mindset. We heard a story of like someone we know that has worked so hard, I would say over the last five years max, like have quit their corporate job, Mm -hmm went into their passion, started it, and now they've been offered an astronomical amount mm-hmm. for their company. And I'm just like, imagine if she didn't take that risk or believe in herself or like, mm-hmm. yeah, the last five years she might have only paid herself, not heaps from the company. But at the end of the day, she's just made like if she chooses to sell, sell it, an astronomical amount that would have made the last five years 100%, 100%. worth it. 100%. It's like the zoom out and what's the long-term goal. Yeah, and I think like I think we're quite good at this. Like, have, um, you know, with oh, – I feel it open we can talk about this, but like we've had Tally Lou for a long time and mm. we've never really paid ourselves a good amount of money at yeah. all. But We reinvested all back into the business. Exactly. We've reinvested more into business or what we've done over the last year has taken a little bit of the profit out of the business and invested into like a crypto or something like mm-hmm. that. We're being – a lot of people probably think we're crazy, like not paying yourself a certain amount, but we're comfortable. We're comfortable. Comfortable. Like yep. our lifestyles, we earn money other ways or we're fine. But we've always had this mindset that like it'll always pay off. Mm-hmm. And like if we sell the business or whatever it mm-hmm. is, it's – um. but I don't – and I've never actually felt ashamed. I've never felt bad for us. I've never felt I'm like it's just what we've got to do yep. in order to get where we want to get. Um, but I think that's amazing. Anyway, that's my recommendation for the week. Cross that one off. You're going to buy me that, aren't you? Yes, I am. Well, that can be your Christmas present. 
and something else. <laughs> I was going to say. It was $34. Wow, okay, no. No, 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 I'll get you something else, but that can be one of your presents because I actually want you to read it. It's we're amazing. We're investing in each other's futures. We're 100%. Like our – 100%, but that is one of the presents I'll get you yeah. because I said to Sarah, I'm like, oh, my God, you can read this after I finish, but it's actually a book that I want to keep yep. because I think I want to highlight some sections and I think it also will be a really great book to refer back to when we launch Fee5 because I think there's some amazing quotes in there that we can use and I think there's some amazing educational pieces in there. So Spe- that's why I want as a reference. Speaking of Fee5, yes. if people want to listen to the podcast that we rela- like we recorded with Nat Kringudis, yep. We can link that below. Yes, 100%. And also that we have, because quite a few people have asked me the last couple of weeks, we do have a short crypto course and a short stock course of our top picks for 2023, 2023. And we run through absolutely everything, the basics, how to set up a platform. Not how, absolutely everything because like, it'll be in the next course, but yeah, all the basics The basics of what you need to know and how to find a good coin, mm-hmm. what's happening with stocks, what industries to look at. So that will be out in the next couple of weeks also. Yeah, so that'll be basically just a short course and intro into what we've got next year. Yes. So that's exciting. So that's a little bit of a life update for, uh, from us. But I had someone message me yesterday. Oh, and if you want to know more about FIFI, like Sarah said, listen to that episode because we run through why we launched FIFI, the inspiration behind it, what's included, um, the gender wealth gap, all these things. But I was actually had a girl message me yesterday because I was at – so our business partners have a company called Investified, which mm-hmm. is targeted more to males. There are females on that base, but that's probably like the brother – to FIFI, um, and I just and more advanced exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's very like from me, like my point of view. I find it very overwhelming and very mm-hmm. intimidating. That I, it's an amazing platform, but just for me, it's very intimidating. Um, hence why FIFI was born. But I was there, and I took a photo of the back of one of the boys' aunt's t-shirt, and then I had one of these uh, a girl, and I know she listens to the podcast. So hi, you know who you are. Um, and she's like, I want. Um, oh my God, this is what FIFI should be doing. And I'm like, okay. So just an introduction to FIFI. What Investify do is what we will be doing for mm-hmm. FIFI, but dumbing it down. And I more, wouldn't say Not dumbing. dumbing it down, but like in a female language, mm-hmm. in a female female language, tone. female branding, female tone. Because um, she messaged me. She's like, oh my God, what they do, I want you guys to do for FIFI. I'm like, okay, that's what we are doing. We're brother and sister companies. Yeah, so we're brother and sister. So just I just wanted to run through that with you guys too because we are a sister agency to Investified. It's female-fied, female-fied. Yep. Um, and basically, so she asked, you know, I want to learn how to set up wallets. I want to know how to do this, mm-hmm. this. That's exactly what FIFI will be doing next year in 2023. And also you can learn a little bit about it in the short course. But I just wanted to write on that with you guys yeah. that that's what we are here for and that's what we are doing. We're not just a social media account. No. We will be providing courses for you guys to learn how to set up wallets, for you guys to feel safe setting up wallets, all these kind of things. Confident and- in buying, training, transferring, yeah. everything. So like- that was um, one of the things, just feedback that I had yesterday and I was like, no, 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 wait. I had to send her a voice note um, as well and I'm like, no, 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 this is what we are. We're exactly mm-hmm. like don't. Like just hold off and wait to 2023 because, and I said, it'll be a four-week course, um, four topics, four-week course, and I just want you to know that we'll be with you the whole entire time. Um, you'll have the boys to ask questions to who are obviously certified in um, what they do and you'll have Sarah and I to guide you along. So, and the whole community that's doing it together exactly. with you. So this is what I just wanted to let you know. 
don't feel like you're getting left behind because that's exactly what Shopify will be launching next year. So I just wanted to confirm that. That's an update from me. And we're, we're going to have cool Fifi apparel. Yes, 100%. I'm excited to do that. So obviously at the moment in China, it's hectic. There's like lots of lockdowns and stuff, but we have so much fun, so many fun ideas to do for like merch. Like obviously winter will be coming up. So we'd love to do like matching track suits mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So I think next year is going to be really exciting. Like I said before, it's a new chapter and I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. What, what's the next topic on the list? So that was a life. Oh, well, that's a life update of FIFA and anything. But do you have any other life updates? <sighs> I always got life updates, but what do you want? I don't from know. Me? Um, still chugging along, going to therapy twice mm-hmm. a week. Uh, and like I said to you before, quite a few people keep reaching out to me about Solomon. They're like, "Oh my god, I love him. Mm-hmm. I want to have sessions with him." So I'm thinking that early next year, let's do another conversation Mm -hmm. with Solomon. Like another topic. Exactly. And so we picked the last topic because of what our inner circle were going Mm -hmm. through. Like one of my best friends, like outside of the group, one of our close Mm -hmm. friends within our circle. So I'm just like, what do you guys want to have a conversation with Solomon about? Yeah. And whatever that is, like DM us on the Instagram account, Curious Conversations Podcast, and let us know because we will take whatever suggestions you guys have. Is it like, is it relationship? But but this is the thing. It always comes back to the same thing. Like he always says, it always comes back to yourself. Do you want to talk about parents, like relationships, friendships? Yeah, it could be like, oh yeah, it always does come to yourself. It could be like navigating a new year. It could be anything, mm-hmm. like whatever topic you guys are interested in. Um, we how, would to- how do you find out, like maybe it's like how do you start getting to know yourself, what your values are, yeah. what do you. Or one thing that I know you went to him about at the, uh, I think I can talk about this because you have spoken about your therapy and stuff, but like, or because it is a new year, it's like how do you find your purpose? What is your purpose? Or um, I think that's what, I, that's what I'm working through right now and it, it's for me values and I've mm. knuckled out. I've got six values mm. in my life. Yeah. So it could be like something like that. But um, like Sarah said, we'd obviously love like to have him back on. Um, but that's exciting. I don't have any other life updates. I'm just like really trying to, like I said, navigate the end of the year and just um, getting it all done. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I re- someone said the other day, or oh, they're like, can you come and do this? some social media thing and I was like actually I can't I'm like too busy proud of you um, and it's out in Nidri so I was like I'm so sorry I can't like don't have time no I actually don't have time to go out there um and she goes oh um what did she say she's like oh you like thrive off this like and I was like I actually do but like I now know my priorities and yeah. that's not a priority you value your time and that's 100%. exactly what I do now I'm like if someone if I I value my time so much and if I don't seem value what value in what the other person, whether it's like going out to dinner with a person that mm. asked me out to dinner, I'll be like, nah, sorry, I actually like, yeah. no. So it's just like, I was like, actually, no, it's like, for me, I'm like, that's not important. That's like, yeah, I do love doing favors and stuff like that, but it's like, I'm not getting value out of it. I'm not getting mm-hmm. paid. It's not like, mm-hmm. it's not part of what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. Um, and yeah, she was like, you thrive off this. I was like, yeah, I do. But like, I now know what my priorities are and that's not a priority. So sorry. Gary, good thing. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit of a life update. I want to ask you a question because it's really relevant in the media this week. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the latest Balenciaga campaign? The one with Yeezy? No. 
No, I haven't. So the one with a kid that's probably about five or six years no, old. I haven't. Do you know what? I actually haven't been scrolling Instagram much. Okay. So this is the thing. Um, their latest campaign, I can't remember who it was shot by. It's a very famous photographer. There's a child in what appears to be like bondage gear. Uh-huh. And there's all these magazines and then the paperwork on the table, people have zoomed in and it's actually the court case documents about um, legislating um, child um, like pornography and pedophilia and things like that. And Wait, making it legal? Yeah, like the court case that um, I don't know the exact words but that's on the coffee table. Uh-huh. The court documents that identify this and so a lot of people are saying like what the fuck are you doing Balenciaga like is that what you want to be that's kind of making me not want to buy Balenciaga exactly and so there's this very controversial figure in America I love it I knew you were going to say that and but this I saw it because it started on TikTok I saw a girl on TikTok last night and it was like my god like what is Balenciaga doing how can people shop with this brand and then this morning on Instagram, Candace Owens mm-hmm. started talking about it. It's like, oh, this is funny. And she made a really valid point. She's like, Balenciaga are one of the world's biggest brands and this is what they're portraying. Like why do people want to support this brand? And so she said, like, Kim Kardashian, you're like an ambassador, you're part of the Balenciaga team, but two weeks ago you came out against your husband because of something he said, but you're not coming out and saying anything about Balenciaga and what they've just portrayed. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But also it's like I don't agree with anything Balenciaga's done. Like that is Mm. disgusting and that's made me not want to buy it. But also Kim Kardashian's a smart woman. She obviously, when she came out with the Kanye stuff, you know, whatever, she probably didn't know what Balenciaga's marketing campaign was going to be. Like she's but probably it's been, finding it's out. It's been out for a week, right? Well, I haven't. I honestly haven't seen yeah. it. But also, like I you. said, she's a smart woman. Like mm. maybe, okay, this is a thing that we were talking about a little while ago. For example, back when Black Lives Matter about the black tile, mm-hmm. there's ways that you can support. Remember we were saying with the black tile, there's ways that you can support Black Lives Matter without posting the black tile. Yeah. So back then when it happened in 2020, I... Of course, I've got so many amazing friends in America. I support Black Lives. And when that came out, my automatic reaction was to post the black tile in my in support of Black Lives and what was going on. And then I sat back after doing that and I was like, why am I being a sheep and posting a black tile? There's other ways that I can educate myself on Black Lives and support all my friends who... Um, or support everyone and stuff like that. So I actually archived my black tile and called one of my friends in America, who's Steph, who we had on the podcast and speaking about Black Lives Matter, and I asked her, how can I educate myself? Mm -hmm. She gave me a whole heap of movies to watch, a whole heap of books, and that was the way that I support Black Lives Matter, by not posting the black tile but educating myself and supporting in that way. So this is what I'm coming back to, the Kim Kardashian thing. Maybe instead of speaking up, I get where Candace Owen is saying. She's like a public profile speaking up and stuff like that. But maybe there's things in the background she's doing by not supporting Balenciaga. Like maybe there's a contract that she doesn't want anything to do with Balenciaga. Mm. Maybe she stopped buying Balenciaga. Like we can't jump to conclusions that she's not, 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 not. We can't jump to conclusions that she's not supporting. But as a public figure, 
like, yeah, we shouldn't come to the expectations mm. that she's not doing anything. But as a public figure, I get we kind of do have the expectations that she would come out publicly and be like, I don't support. Yeah, like, I'm going to show you. I'm I, get, show you. I, I, I get that. But also, like, again, we've got expectations that she has to come out. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like. So it's like. This. Designer brand Balenciaga slam for promoting child fetish. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's disgusting. But, like, I don't know. I feel like there could be ways that Kim is not supporting Balenciaga. Like, mm. you can't jump to conclusions and, like, expect that she's going to come out. And- but she comes out and publicly slams her husband, who's the father know, of her children. I, know, I get that. But Kanye does come <laughs> out a lot and slam her. Like, I get, I get what you're saying. It's just, like, I… I don't know. I'm just kind of like comparing when that black light, but yeah. what I did to support, like, I don't know. Surely a big brand like everyone's so opinionated. It's like, yeah. Ugh. Surely a big brand like Balenciaga though can see the issue oh, with creating a campaign like it's that. Actually, disgusting. Like, and don't like, involve children. Like, yeah, no, 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 hundred percent. And especially stuff like that. It's like a start. And after watching, going back to one of my recommendations before Blackbird. One of the things is the main character, that weirdo girl, Larry mm. Paul, is in prison for, um, you know, assaulting children, Dis- murdering disgusting. children. It's disgusting. Mm. Um, so, like, 100% I've got, I do not agree with it. It's disgusting. It's whatever. It's just like, yeah. No you know idea. It actually made me not want to support Balenciaga, 100%. In the next few days, like, she might have come out and we might be like, cool. She's Kim done Kardashian's it. very calculated yeah. as well. Um, but I suppose it's a subject not to be calculated. It's just a subject to stick up. She's got kids. She has nieces. She has whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. But that is disgusting. Or else Balenciaga come out and make a statement and be like, yeah, we fucked up, guys. Yeah, but also it's like that's a big fuck up. Yeah, like that's, fuck up. you've lost me as a customer. Yeah. Like, and I love Balenciaga. But if they own it, what do you do? Like, It's still disgusting. And it I is presume, disgusting. I presume the guy… The photographer, like, yeah, is I mean, it the, there's so many people involved when you're producing a photo exactly. shoot. How that got through blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got the producer, you've got the photographer, you've got the editor, you've got the brand, you've got there's so many the internal touch marketing teams. There's everything. so many touch points before that. It would have been shot months ago. It's mm. like there's so many touch points before that comes out. Like, surely, some like, yeah, that blows my mind that it even came out. That's disgusting. But what are they promoting? Like a new clothing, like new clothes? I, I actually don't know. I just see. So you I've don't even know what they're promoting? No. Great marketing for them. People, people are, talk, are talking about, about it, it. But it's just disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, that is gross. Yep. Um, I want to talk about another thing. Like this is like pop culture. But one of my favorite, favorite people, um, Emily Radovan, I can never say her last name, Radowski. Um, who has a podcast who I haven't listened. I haven't actually listened to it yet. I've seen some snippets on TikTok. I listened to her one with Alex Cooper. Is it good? Because she seemed really vague on yeah. the snippets. And yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if you're a good interviewer. Yeah. Great actress. Very hot. Actress? Is she an actress? I thought yeah, she was a model. Actress. Yeah, she's a model, but she was an actress. But she plays um, herself? Oh, I don't know. I've seen her on heaps of movies. Really? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely a model. Um, but what I was going to say, she's dating Pete Davidson and I'm actually kind of happy about it if it's true. <laughs> Good on him. Like, like how does he fair, do it? To be fair, Emily's ex-husband had cheated on her numerous times and they have a kid together. That is just like that. I just, I feel bad for her. I mean, I don't know what she's ever done, but like it's public knowledge that he was cheating on her. Do you think she would have dated Pete this is what I'm going to ask you. I was listening to something today about it as well. Do you think she would have dated Pete Davidson 
if Kim Kardashian hadn't? Yeah. No way. Yeah, 100%. No way. I think Kim Kardashian has… Pete Davidson like dated Ariana Grande. Yeah, I know. But I think Kim Kardashian's Kim Kardashian. I think she has elevated his stock so much as a guy… Have Just, you seen Emily's ex-partner though? Yeah. He's not cute. Hideous. Gross. But exactly the same. She would have elevated his stock and now good-looking girls will be after him because he's dated Emily Radikowski. No, I reckon Pete Davidson's no. had it all along. No, I don't think so. I can tell you now, like think about it. Whenever you see like a not-so-attractive guy with- I've always thought he's attractive though. Only because I've watched his comedy shows on Netflix or whatever mm. it is before and I think he's fucking hilarious and that makes him even hotter. Okay, let's talk in general life. Yep. If you see a hot girl mm-hmm. dating a not-so-attractive guy and, like, obviously most people's things like, fuck, like how did he get her? And so automatically his value mm. as like a – a date, like a dating guy, mm. goes up because he's. Yeah, I see where you're with- coming from, but I can't think of anyone that I've ever thought that. Like, I actually legit, I'm not just saying this, but I've actually thought Pete Davidson has been like, I think he's sexy. Mm. But having said that, I've only thought he was super sexy because I've seen his personality. Like, I watched some, did you watch that Jonas? Nick jo- the He's not, you know, something before with the Jonas brothers or something. Can't remember. Maybe it was the documentary. I can t- I don't think Emily Radikowski would be dating him if he- if he didn't date Kim Kardashian. Who knows? I mean, like I said. He, he's internally grateful to Kim Kardashian now. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Like like I said, her ex was not very cute either. So who knows? Who knows? Another um, couple that started dating apparently and I'm like, oh, that's a bit who? weird. Gigi Hadid and oh, yeah, Leonardo. Leonardo. Apparently they've been dating for a while. He's a bit old. He's really old. Mm. Don't and I don't know if he's really attractive anymore, to be honest. Like, I get Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's who's Brad? But Emily Brad, uh, Emily Ratta. I'm just gonna say that Emily Ratta was dating um, Brad Pitt too. Apparently, before Pete Davidson, she's on one. Mm. Yep. Where's her kid? I don't know, but she was posting on TikTok. He's really cute. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, she's probably got ten nannies, so it doesn't matter. But I'm all for her, like, dating because, like I said, her piece for shit ex-husband cheated on her numerous times. I feel sorry for her. I feel sorry for her too. Especially when you've got a kid involved. It's, like, not fair. I mean, it's not fair for anyone. Anyways, (laughs) yeah, so she was dating him too. So, um, yeah. Pete Davidson. You rate him. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I've always rated him. Always. A guy I'm seeing at the moment, he he looks like Pete Davidson. And I I always send him memes. Yeah, and he's like, oh, again. I'm like, yep. It's weird because the first photo you showed, he didn't look anything like him. Mm. Like he looked really clean cut with his hair like, boom. Yep. Like comb over. He's very Pete Davidson-esque in my eyes. Bit awkward. Bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Pete Davidson awkward. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. so confident. Really? Big dick energy, confidence. Oh, this guy's confident. Okay, you need to Google like comedy things with Pete Davidson just to see his like actual personality because it's like hot. Mm. It's very funny. With a side of? He's very funny. (laughs) So funny. Wow. All right. Well, that's Um, it. The other subject we want to talk about, but I think we already spoke about it before, was like tips for like the busy period. Um, You obviously said you were getting anxiety. Um, Mm. 
I'm feeling like overwhelmed. But are there any tips and things that you have incorporated other than walking and seeing your therapist that have helped? Um, I've upped, yeah, I've upped my self care. Yeah, great, love that because I need to. Yeah. Because or else I feel really depleted. So first thing in the morning, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. Great. And whatever I get done, I get done. I don't like hold myself too high to like mm-hmm. getting everything done in the day. Like I yeah. know there's a set Cut time I switch day. switch off. Cut off time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've just got so many things on and I'm just like, do I drive? Do I not drive? Uh, it's just all That's those like internal conversations. Tomorrow night and I was like, do I drive? And then I was like, oh, I'm going to find a car park. And then exactly. I'm like, yeah, but if I get an Uber, like I've got the chance with Uber not. What's the matter with Uber lately? What the hell? I'd, oh, Uber's cancelling all the time. hundred percent. So I'm like, I also don't want to go to this thing. And then what if it's like 10.30 at night, I can't get an Uber home because they won't pick me up. So I'm like stressing. But I think I've come to the conclusion I'm just going to drive because then I know my car's there. And if I have to leave, it's there. Yeah. Um, but can we just talk about Uber? So Sarah and I went to um, the races a few weeks ago and <laughs> – we had to get an Uber home. And I was like, from previous years, and I knew there was an Uber rank there. I was like, oh my God, we'll be fine. There's an Uber rank. Like, it's been smooth every other time. Like, there's Uber ranks. It's so smooth at the airport, so smooth. I was like, we'll be fine. No shit. My phone died. I was starting to order them at the start, and then my phone died. So Sarah was ordering them. We ordered, no shit, like 10 Ubers. Every single one cancelled. We were like, what the hell is going on? Anyway, we had to call up a friend's brother to come pick us up. Can we explain, to walk all no, explain the, the go in depth into this story because it was good. So you're you're like, oh, we should just go to the taxi rank. And I was like, let's just go. No, 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 wait. So we're, yeah, yeah. So we're at the Uber rank. Yeah. We ordered probably about six. Yep. And then Tally's phone's dead, so she's already pissed off. So then I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, let's just walk to the taxi rank. No, before that, I was like, Sarah, I think we should just walk up the hill to the main road and mm-hmm. we'll be able to find a cab. And then you were like, no, I think the taxi rank. And I was like, okay, we'll just walk to the bloody taxi rank. Walk so to walk backwards. Walk backwards, went to the taxi rank. We, we're like zooming along. We're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. I turned the corner. I'm like, fuck off. We looked at the line and uh, and Tal was like, let me phone. Give me your phone. I'll phone my sister. We phoned your sister. She couldn't come. And I was just like, I was like, Tal, I, I, like, I have to take my heels off. I was like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'm not taking my heels off. I was like, my feet I was like, I actually do not care if I'm that person. Yes, I probably judge people that are that person, but they're probably swaying. I was, I was good. I was sober as, and I was like, I can't. I have to be that person. Um, I was like, abs. I was proud of myself. I was like, absolutely not. You can take them off, but I'm keeping mine on the whole way. We we phoned. Brooke's brother who came and picked us up, but we had to walk two kilometers, at least two kilometers. It was probably three. I had no shit, like 10-inch heels on. Lucky they were platforms that I actually still have blood <laughs> on. Tally was like, you're disgusting. <laughs> uh, uh. I was like, well, my feet are fucking killing me. I was like, so my shoes that I had on, they were from Whitna and I had like an ankle strap. I could feel the ankle strap rubbing against my ankle bone and I was like, no, nah, I don't care, just keep walking. My feet weren't sore, it was just around the ankle. I was like, let's just keep walking. We went all the way to Coles. I got into the car. I looked down. I had white painted fucking shoes on. I looked down. The whole ankle strap is red. I was like, oh, my God, I'm bleeding. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm bleeding. I still have like a blister mark on my foot. Anyway, I was so grateful to get in the car. But the point of that story is so many Ubers were cancelling. I was I do not know what is going on. And then we had a girlfriend who had a ball in the city and then she – 
was Did waiting. We? Yeah, Lex. She after that ball, she couldn't get an Uber home. Oh, I didn't know that. And then she ended up. So she tried to order like four Ubers. They all cancelled. Tried to order another one, and then she ordered one, and then messaged the guy. She's like, "I will pay you triple. I have a sick child at home. I need to get home." And then he picked her up. Well, see, so I what had, is going on? I had. Um, Liana's hens a couple of weeks ago. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be organised. I'm going to book in an and Uber. And mind you, your trip from your house into the city would be at least 50 minutes. Is that where you were going from? Yeah, my house. Yeah. And so I was like, cool, it's picking me up this time. Ten minutes before, it's like, this has been cancelled. I was like, what the fuck? It's so bad. And then I've rebooked. And then it's like, yep, accepted. Then they cancel. I was like, I'm going to try one more time and then if not, I'm just driving. Exactly. I don't know what is going on with Uber. I've yeah. heard so many stories. And someone, and I said this to Sarah at the races, I was like, change the address. I think it is too close. And Sarah's like, Uber don't know what address you're going to. And I'm They like, actually don't. I know, but apparently what? they do now. So I was like, Sarah, just change the address. And you're like, no, no. I'm like, can you just please change it once to see if they'll accept? And you're like, no, they don't. Anyway. They don't. No, they- one of my friends the other day was talking about how the Uber was cancelling on them. And uh, sorry, Geordie at the coffee shop. I think it was Geordie at the coffee shop, one of them. And they were like, no, 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 Uber can now see where you're going. And I was like, Since you- when? I don't know. I'm like, are you kidding? Because they had the same problem. Their trip was too close. We so should have ca- fucking used DD. That that wasn't, but there was no DD Uber thing. It was an Uber like section. How were DD going to get in? Anyway, whatever is happening, it is ridiculous because a lot of people imagine being at two o'clock in the morning, a single girl wanting to go home and sitting, standing in the street and not being able to get an Uber. That's frightening. Well, that's one of my dilemmas. I'm like, this, I know this night's going to be a late night. Will it like yeah, drop? Like, oh, yeah, but just... you're fine. If it's in the city, it's like, you can even just call me. I've got a spare bed. It's fine. Like That is one of my options. Yeah, I mean, like, it's <laughs> fine. But, like, imagine, oh, it's it's just frightening. The fact that that's happening to Ubers at the moment is wild. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was another little dilemma. I don't know how that relates to tips for a busy period. Maybe it does. Maybe drive and don't drink. Yeah. Because it's just not worth it. You're not going to get home. Or get someone to pick you up. That's it. Be organised. Yeah, so that's my dilemma for tomorrow night. But like I said, I've decided I'm just going to drive. And then at least if I drive, I'll probably have like one or two drinks and I won't feel shit on Friday. So that's fine. It's just a dinner anyway. Well, it's been an absolute treat. Yes, it has. We've got some really exciting guests coming up before the year's out. Yep. Do we give a little bit? No. No, because sometimes it changes. It's people have busy periods and cancel like what we did yesterday. Okay. I don't know what that means. No, I was just like going to give some people the tea, but no, it's fine. All right, guys. Well, don't forget to press that subscribe button underneath and also leave a comment because that would make our 2022 amazing. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to follow the New Curious Conversations podcast. Yeah, that's true. We need to podcast Instagram. That's what I meant. (laughs) But that's the handle, isn't it? Curious Conversate, curious underscore conversation underscore podcast because it's very long. Follow FIFI. There's going to be heaps coming out with that. And that's what I'm going to have to do. It's FIFI. God, do you know how many people go? Oh, FIFI. 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 What's this? FIFI? FIFI. I know. It is. It does look like FIFI. Cool. Okay. Love you. Ciao. Thank you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.